You are listening to Unfiltered with D and G. Like there are things that happen in our world that just doesn't even make sense. If you're a certain weight, you shouldn't be allowed to be begging. I Googled it. Nothing bad has really happened to you. You're still alive. I don't think that's considered derogatory with the woke people. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm being honest. Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back. You are listening to Unfiltered with DNG. As in Dan and George, I am George. This is my co-host, Dan. Absolutely. And uh, welcome to uh, episode number 11. 11. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Smooth. Smooth. How do you like that one? <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. Nice right. apple whiskey. So, what's going on? How'd you like the fight yesterday, by Ooh, the way? Ooh, the fight between Tyson Fury and, and Deontay Wilder. Wow. That was that was the most entertaining fight I have ever seen. Yeah, it was by very the way. entertaining. I mean, I, I grew up in the, you know, the Mike Tyson era. Mm-hmm. And it was entertaining, but I mean, you know, what was it? 30 seconds? His fights? Most of, most, most of the time? Yeah. yeah, under a uh, minute. First round. Yeah, basically, first round Basically, first round knockouts. Yeah, or about the second or third. Yeah. and uh, But I mean, just, just the entertainment part in the beginning of this fight, I, I thought was funny, honestly. It was, you know, part, what stuck in my mind was when Deontay Wilder was stretching, his trainer was stretching him out. So they had two cameras, right. each in their respective rooms. And uh, the camera on Deontay Wilder was, he was the, the trainer was stretching him. He was on the floor. He was, you know getting massages and then in uh, Tyson Fury's room he's he's on the couch trying on which crown he's going to wear right <laughs> <laughs> and his T-shirt. He was dancing. He was dancing. Just already celebrating the victory. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. There was no stretching. Right. No. Well, it was a great fight, and I did not think Fury was going to just dominate the way he did. I thought it was going to be a little bit closer, but uh, great fight. I thought Wilder was going to be victorious. Yes. No. No. He took a beating. Well, early. you would think. Well, they're both professional boxers, right? Yeah. Yeah. They they had a perfect record. They both had a perfect record. Yeah, perfect record. I, I, I really I, I was let down. I thought Wilder was going to yeah. win, but well, it seemed like he was more of a technical skilled boxer and, and Fury was just kind of like a brawler. I, I mean, I've uh, never, I've never heard of these two yeah, before this la- the last fight. I mean, the last fight was the only time I've sure. ever seen those two. And, and now you'll be hooked because you'll want to watch. I want to see who wins fight again. between Fury and, uh, it's now going to be between Fury and who? Uh, probably Anthony Joshua. He, he's, he's the one. They're both uh, from Britain and uh, it should be an amazing fight. But now I'd have to put my money on Fury just because uh, the guy's a beast. <laughs> You're going to go with the streak, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with the streak. Never been on Wilder again, but he let me down. But it's okay. Uh, well, I mean, it looked promising. You know, he he was he was with with trainers that were stretching him out, that were working him out. Did you see that? That I think it was in round five. It could be a different round, but maybe it was even in six when Fury was licking the sweat oh, yeah. and blood off. Oh, of he was Wilder. He was doing all just kinds taunting of weird him, stuff. Just yeah. taunting him, looking at him, and making faces at him. Oh yeah, he just uh, he's an animal. But uh, you know, he won a belt. I think it was 2015, and he had his own personal problems from addiction to you know. Oh Fury. Oh, oh yeah, but yeah. he. he Definitely came back and reclaimed the throne. That's what that, that's what his whole thing was. He's going to reclaim the, the title. Mm. But let's see how long he lasts with it. Yeah. But I think uh, everybody's going to want to see Fury fight Anthony Joshua now. That's pretty much got It's got to be the, the fight. And Anthony Joshua is the guy who got beat by Ruiz. By the dad bod. Yeah. <laughs> Which is unbelievable. I mean, nobody would have uh, anticipated that fight. But, you know, every, every fighter, every warrior has a bad day. I mean, you get caught off guard. You're not prepared. You got a plan and, and execute. Cute, right? Yeah, I guess so. But uh, in this case, I I thought Wilder uh, he did not look his best to me. I don't I don't think so. I don't. I mean, Fury didn't even look like he was punched. Well, I mean, it, I don't know if he really connected. After seeing them together, it, it seemed like I mean. 
uh, Wilder just on his own photo or image. He looks big because he's defined. He's cut. Wilder or no, Fury? Wilder. Yeah, yeah. So, but when you put them together, I mean, Fury's actually bigger. Oh, yeah. Just more yeah. meat on his bones. Oh, he's a big guy. It's fat. And then he's got su- such skinny legs. Wilder? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. How, how much did he weigh? Do you remember? Uh, I don't recall offhand. He's got to be at least 230, 235, maybe more. But uh, Which which is a 6'7". But um, full of Wilder, is, I mean, Fury is 270, right? I think that is well, That's that is a good peak. 30 pounds. I don't know exactly. Let me look that up while we're talking. He, he just looks skinny. He just kind of looks skinny as a heavyweight. Anyway, it was the most entertaining from the beginning, from, from when they were in their rooms up to the point where they came out. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Fury was on a throne being carried <laughs> like an Egyptian by, by muscular women. Isn't that just entertaining? Uh, you know, and then Wilder with his, his Lord of the Rings costume. <laughs> Is that I mean, what it was? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, that to me, that's what it looked like. The, the Lord of the Rings. Uh, um, I don't even I don't even know what it's called, but it's the orcs. <laughs> yeah, he, he was one of the yeah, I, don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, but like, he uh, it was it was cool. It was a cool costume. Yeah, he always tries to be flashy. Uh, I think it's a little silly at times, but oh, yeah, and he, he had a rapper. Grow. He had a rapper in front of yeah, him. Yeah, there you go. And then the fight before that, this guy had two rappers <laughs> and he That's won confidence. And I'm like, you know what? If you have a rapper on your entrance, if you have, t- if you have two rappers on your entrance, most likely you're going to win. <laughs> right. So that guy won. Yeah, and course. then, you know, Wilder came out and with, with his rapper and I'm like, ah, that looks good. <laughs> right. But it's, <laughs> you've got your own rapper. Carried, uh, you know, on a throne. <laughs> So it's definitely interesting. It was, it was very entertaining. And uh, again, if I like that, you get hooked because let's say there's part three, you know, Wilder has an opportunity yes. to come back and, and fight again. That's just going to be an amazing fight. I mean, but I think Fury would take him down just by the, well, the look of this fight. It was one sided. It was a one sided yeah. beating. Fury, Fury so. whipped his ass. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. So I was a little like <laughs> uh, taken by like taken back a little bit. I thought Wilder was going to really uh, put up a better fight maybe. But, you know, oh. it is what it is. Yeah. I bet on the wrong pony. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of like roulette. <laughs> mm. Every streak has got to end. But they both had such an amazing oh, and, uh, uh, career. So, and uh, this might go into our next. You know, this could branch off into another topic. When Wilder was in his corner, his ear was bleeding. I oh, mean, yeah. just kind of profusely. Actually, I mean, it was just dripping. It's not just you know blood here and there. And then, then when they when he took a swig of water and he spit it out into the bucket, oh. it was just bread. Oh yeah, he's just spitting out blood. Blood was coming out of his ears. I mean, I, I don't know what exactly could bleed in your ears. Yeah, I guess he took some powerful shots to the head, but uh, I think he. Uh, but that can't eardrum is. Can't, oh, yeah. yeah, they can't. Blood coming out of ears is just not normal obviously but what kind of damage do you think well i believe he was hospitalized yesterday i, I don't know to the extent you know can you imagine losing i mean as a fighter if you lose hearing on one ear that might be it because your equilibrium's gone yeah you need both ears to to balance and he looked like he did lose some balance uh, yeah, well yeah he's during the fight he was just, absolutely. And that's that's one of that's and, part of that's the start of his downfall when i bet you when his ear started bleeding he probably couldn't keep his balance right uh and then i believe his his corner threw in the towel and that's mm-hmm. when the ref kind of stopped it i think mm-hmm. from what i saw but uh again Eh, I don't know if they'll come back. They'll make a comeback. They all do. <laughs> well, that would, that'll, that'll be another entertaining. Wouldn't that be, just be an amazing fight? Part three. And then if Wilder fight. was to uh, become victorious on that one, wouldn't that be great? And then there'd be a fourth. <laughs> but they're <laughs> both young. They're forth. both young. I mean, that was, that was for the world champion. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So now Fury's, you know, has the belt and Anthony Joshua has his belt. So And Anthony Joshua is the... He's a Briton as well. Brit. And uh, he's the one that uh, won his belt back from Ruiz. But I mean, what, what uh, belt does he have? Uh, yeah, I forget on the belts. They have so many different belts these yeah, days. You can tell we're sports. People. Well, there's just too many. 
it's ridiculous anymore. I mean, watch the um, Anthony Joshua, how many belts the guy yeah. has. What I was saying was it could branch off into this subject that I wanted to talk about was living with a disability. Oh, I saw a video today. It's, of course, he's a motivational speaker. Yeah. I mean, there's only so many things you can do with no arms and no legs. But so there's there's this guy that has just no arms, no arms at all. Yeah. He's just a torso, but he's got two legs and he's on there. I just I just kind of heard the first part and then I, I kind of moved on. People always ask him how he goes to the bathroom. That's the, their number one question. That's their number one question. But he never answered it. Hmm. Well, he obviously needs an assistant or, or something. If you have no arms. Yeah. Or, or just feet. go to the bathroom uh, at home and ha- you have some kind of devices on, on there to, to wipe your ass. And to, I mean, just just to take your pants off. There's no way you can use your feet to take your pants well, off. He might have special pants where he can do something with his toes. It's amazing when you see people with no arms, how they adapt and they use their feet. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, this guy was playing the drums. Yeah. He was um, he was holding, uh, he, you know, that's how he, hold, that basically his his legs were his arms. Yeah. He even had a kid. And, uh, it's amazing. Yeah, and he, uh, you know. He we was, don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got a kid. I know. Well, that's my choice. <laughs> right, right. No, but you know but, what I mean. But yeah. Um, so, you know, he he kind of demonstrated how he, he held his baby and, and it's just like arms. He, he crossed his legs like Indian style and that's how he cradled his baby. It's with, amazing. With his, uh, feet in a, in a cross, you know, Indian. I think I've seen him before cross. on yeah. like uh, social media. Yeah. He's uh, playing the drums. He um, obviously he just does stuff with his feet now. But yeah, the, the bathroom thing that yeah. kind of got me. It's like, how does he go to the bathroom? It's amazing the, the things we think about or how people yeah. do things, but the challenges in life, they're just amazing. Just tie your well, hands behind your right, back absolutely. for a day well, and just see how Well, when we've done, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, of course, but it'll like be extremely, like extremely right. tough but if you're not for us with that, that. Yeah, that we've already grown up and, and lived with two arms. Sure. But uh, with him not knowing any different, he just adapted it just like anything else, any right. other animal to him, adapts normal. to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is crazy. Just back to Anthony Joshua real quick. I just want to say he's holding the WBA, the IBF, the WBO, and the IBO titles. I mean, it's mm. four titles and it's just unbelievable. But yeah, back to people with uh, the, those types of disabilities. I'm so impressed and how positive and yeah, not everybody, of course, but how some are and they move forward and then uh, do they accomplish amazing things. But uh, yeah, just to see someone play the drums with their feet. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Or well, any, any instrument, it's difficult enough, but to do it with your feet. Well, and then there's that guy that has amazing. no no arms and no legs. Right. I've seen he's, that guy. Yeah. He's got he's got like a like a he calls it a chicken chicken foot or chicken leg because it's just partially part of his leg. And that's what he uses. It's amazing. But, but he can swim. He can swim. With what? I, How are you paddling? <laughs> what are you using to paddle? Your neck? Well, your head? Well, I, it's like, it's kind of like a dolphin. I you, don't know. You, uh, you know, you, you, you use the bottom part of your torso to... Uh, it's quite amazing. It is quite amazing, actually. You know, he was... Uh, refill? Yeah. He's, uh, I mean, he's also a motivational speaker. And, Want a little more? No, that's good. That's a good one. But he's living, you know, living a better life than I am. And I've got all my arms and legs. He's living the dream. <laughs> I mean, he can, he can even ride a, uh, drive a boat. He just kind of controls it with his nubs. It's he's amazing. Got, he's, got, he's got like a shoulder and a partial, kind of a partial arm. Not, not even, an, I wouldn't even call it an arm. It's just a part of his shoulder. And that's, that's and that's what he uses to uh, control the steering on his. I think we've all been sick at one time or another where a body part, maybe a broken leg or an arm, or you're confined to your bed for a day. And then I think you get a greater appreciation oh, for absolutely. what people go through. That's funny. You, you know what I mean? say that. I actually think that's why, well, not solely why, but I think that's one of the reasons we get sick is to, to, uh, to appreciate those, to appreciate those days when we're not sick and to, to have a, that, that contrast of when you are well, you know how to appreciate it, I guess. But you've always had that philosophy, I like so, you need yeah. a shitty day in life to appreciate a good exactly. day. You need rain to appreciate the sun. Yeah, you know? yeah. I get exactly. it. And I understand that. I'm just saying. And, and, and that's when, when people say, why do bad things happen? To appreciate I, the good. I think that's it. I think that's, you know, you have to have, it's black and white. You have to have black to see the white. Yeah, darkness to see the light. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I, I totally get that. And I'm just saying at those times where I've been bedridden 
for uh, uh, an injury. Uh, yeah. You just you feel so you, helpless. You feel like you're dying. You feel like you're dying. And I could be the biggest <laughs> pussy when I'm hurt. Uh, I mean, thank God for for family and friends, I guess, but to help you through your time of need. But just imagine, though, being bedridden. Oh. And I mean, and, that's and your not life. being able to, to do anything. come out of it. Like, you know, you're not going to come life. out of it. You're not going to recover from that. Yeah, it's amazing. Right. At least when you're sick. Well, at the time you, you're thinking, God, this is just awful. Right. But then a small, small part of your brain is still ha- still has that hope saying, you know, I just can't wait till I get better. Yeah, it's a couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks. But know. these people who are bedridden, it's that they're it's and then, that's permanent. And that's I why I can't even imagine that. And that's why I fear getting old to where you can't open up a jar of pickles because you don't have the strength or going to the grocery store. I get I get tired going to Sam's Club. Yeah, I'm sore. Know? I'm sore right now. And I haven't worked out. I don't know what I did to be sore. Right. And imagine 40 years from now, if we live that long. But imagine going to the mall and then all these little rat bastards running in front of you cutting you off well, and that's how I not f- opening up a door for an old you know what I'm saying I, I see old people now and I, I really notice that I yeah. really pay attention to other people now huh? and how how much how struggle how much struggle. I say how how they're struggling. Sure. And, you know, like old people, they're just going really slow or they're making these pain noises. Yeah. And I'm like, this person is just constantly in pain because every step he takes, it's he's painful. just going, oh, right. oh. and they're and, still out there and moving well, yeah, forward. They're still, they're still out there moving around. But I mean, God, that's, is that what I have to look forward to? That's what we have to look forward to. <laughs> it's sad, but I mean, that's kind of what it is, you know, that's life, but I'm not sure, you know, well, it makes me appreciate how, make, how I how I walk. Well, just, I, just walking, period. I think it makes you more humble as a person, and then you do appreciate more. And I think just to be kind to others, you know, I really do believe you should be kind to everybody. That's yeah, like the Joker well, movie, you know. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> if, if people only, you know, were to show that poor boy kindness, but you know, people are ready to snap at any given time, and that's you know back to mental health too. But, yeah. but, but I wonder what kind of world we would have if everyone were just nice and you healthy, know what I mean? and nice and healthy. Could you imagine growing old? You're 90 years old, but you're as flexible and, and as you are when you're at 40 yeah. like if like if the human body peaked at 45 or 50 and then you didn't your body didn't just crumble to to where you can just break a bone so yeah. easily like become so fragile you but but I mean? at a certain time you just die just and then because, you just yeah you check out yeah. because you only have so many heartbeats yeah. you know and then that's just when your time's up right uh that would excuse me that would be amazing if that was the case but to be so you, you basically crumble yeah you know well, yeah, yeah you know you, you're so you, fragile and then you just you age hmm. basically that's yeah, the definition the aging of aging absolutely <laughs> but, but you know. it's I, I think it's just part of how the world needs to work you know there's well, there's not you know everyone can always say oh what if why can't why can't we just do this why can't we just live forever why can't we just well, I would have like nice things or why can't we just why can't everyone just be nice I think I think it needs the world needs all these different things for it to function correctly. Yeah, possibly. Because if, if everyone were nice and if everyone didn't have any disabilities, everyone was just there. There would all there would be is what you're just saying. a level of this feeling. There wouldn't be any happiness because people wouldn't know what that is. Right. They're, they don't know. They, they're never sad. There is just this. We're just existing. There's no highs, no lows. True. And I, I don't think that's living. I think living actually you Wait. you do need some lows. You you need lows here and there, or you need to see. So you don't believe in a utopia for all. I mean, it I don't just, think it would work. I don't, I don't think, think it would work either. I just, it, it, it sounds nice. Yeah. And, and it, everything sounds good on paper, right? But it just wouldn't right. work. I mean, I, you no, know, I everyone's agree. not work. you know, everyone doesn't work or, or everyone works, but who's going to, who's going to do the toilets? Who's going to do the cleaning? Who's going to do the surgery? Absolutely. You know, if everyone were equal and right. everyone were rich, everyone were educated, who's, who's going to do the small stuff? Nobody. So yeah, you need a mix of everything. I totally get it. And I agree with that. I mean, uh, yeah, it's just sad. Uh, just the idea of getting old bothers me. You know what I mean? Can you see yeah. yourself? at 90? No, I, I <laughs> you know what I'm, I mean? I'm thinking I'm going to, you don't want to get that colonoscopy. I, yeah. <laughs> well, I just don't want to, I don't want to get to the point where I can't get up or I can't do something because I'm older. It hurts or I, right. my, I just physically can't because my body won't let me. Your brain says, 
right. I'm trying to do this, but my body won't let me. I can't. I, that's my fear. Well, you don't want to be helpless. You don't want to have to rely on anyone for anything because you, yeah. you lose your independence. And that's I, really what it comes down to, that fear of losing that independence. And I think that's why uh, I, I kind of believe that's why Robin Williams killed himself because he got to the point he had, you know, what didn't he, want to be he a burden. Had, he had Parkinson's. And I and think he tried it, to hide it for years, didn't he? From yeah. The public? Right. I think it's it's magnified in his situation because, you know, he was this famous, great actor and is, was in the limelight and right. was in, you know, his physical comedy, you know, his physical comedy and, and acting. That was his that was his life. That yeah. was the way he was. That's the that's his signature personality is physical. He did the, the physical comedy. Right. And then when he can't do that. And then suddenly when he can't do that anymore and his body's losing, he can't even control his own body. Right. I think he just falls into that deep depression. And checked out his way. And checked out his way. How did he go? He hung himself? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty horrible. Yeah. So, how would you off yourself if you were going (laughs) to... Well, I think the most painless way is... uh, Just pills, go to sleep? Well, that could be. But I mean, someone finds you, they'll pump your stomach and you're back up again. It's um, carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, just go to sleep? Yeah. Go to sleep. That's the most... I think that's the most painless way to... I don't know why people shoot themselves. There's a lot of people that I've... Over the years, you hear about people and that's just crazy. That is crazy because there have been cases where somebody shoots them, themselves in the head and they live, but now you're oh, like a vegetable. Or now something. you're a vegetable. That's yeah. exactly. There's yeah, that's, that's terrible. Absolutely cases and then like even that. hanging, it's like you might not do it right. You don't snap your neck or suffocate. Right. You just you dangle there or for your face is half your face is blown no. off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but you're still you alive. Yeah, uh-huh. but, but actually hanging. So first, <laughs> I, I learned all this in the police department. By the way, sure, I want to hear. Uh, you don't even need to when you hang yourself. You can hang yourself from a doorknob. You don't have to hang yourself from somewhere high and, and dangle your whole body and have your whole body. You just have to. You just have to cut off the circulation and just lean over, cut off the circulation and well, you know, pass it's, out. it's like I've heard you can't uh, drown yourself. I mean, it's very difficult right. because you're going to just come up for the oxygen. And I, I would think from a dooorknob, it would be the same thing. Like unless your arms are bound and then you, you, yeah. know, you do something to where or, or that if you last take, minute regret, you're not trying to like reverse whatever you did. Or if you take pills and you know, you just kind of fall, yeah. fall asleep and fall asleep on your, you can die in your sleep. But uh, well, sure. if you somehow purposely cut off the circulation on your neck to your brain, you're just yeah. going to die. Yeah, I mean, people that check themselves out. I mean, I, I don't know. It's very, uh, I wouldn't say admirable, but it's a quality that, you know, people should have the right to do that. But it's so sad because, you know, people like us, we fear death or I do. You fear growing old. I want to grow old to 210. Like, I, I never want to die. Put my, uh, my yeah, consciousness well, into the computer. there's always that fantasy of living forever. And oh, I want to people forever. have that. Yeah, some there's, people have that. There's a vampire uh, out there. Come bite me because <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I want to live forever. Well, that's me though. For me, it's, you know, because I'm in this, in this class where I'm working for the rest of my life, basically paying bills, you know, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's, well, this is, this is a, as good as it gets. This, <laughs> no, this is a kind of a tough subject, I guess, for me to talk about. Well, what makes it tough? You want to be rich. If well, you were rich, you'd want to live forever. Not necessarily rich. Exactly. So yeah, if, you're if broke. I had, if I had, yeah, if I had, if I had the, uh, I guess unlimited funds to not do whatever I want in life instead of kind of just working and, right. you know, not doing anything basically. You know? Right. Well, that's true. But I would still rather live forever and work and just find something that you enjoy doing. Yeah. So it's not I'm like sure there's going to be those people out there going, oh, he hasn't found God yet. Well, uh, maybe God hasn't found me. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I mean, if you were worth a billion dollars, you'd want to live forever because this world is designed for people with lots of money. That's what this world's designed for. Well, that's the only way to live, I believe. That's it. I mean, you you know, some people can say, oh, you can live and have a happy life living, you know, with, with no money. You know, look at some of these poor people. They're happy and yeah, but they haven't, I guess maybe they don't know what's out there. It's hard when you know what's out there, but you can't get to it. Like, I want to travel. I want to see sure. the world I and those. I don't have enough money to see probably, you know, a 10th or right. a 20th of the world. And, and that, I, you know, I see it on obviously TV or videos and stuff like that. But um, I want to do it for, you know, I want to do it in real life. Right. I don't think those poor people that are living on the streets are living, but they have more freedom than I do. 
you know, I mean, they, they live by their own rules. Yeah. I have no, I mean, sure. They're happy in, in their own, I don't know if they're happy, their own but, world. Right. They, they, they're I, they not could be happy because, because they don't know any better. But now they're if, a burden to society. They're not even really living. <laughs> they really are. But a I mean, you take, you take that same poor person and you pick them up in a limo, you dress them up, you take them to a house that Bar has soap. automated everything. Right. Showers that are just instantly hot or whatever temperature you want. Sure. A TV in the shower. They're, they're washing up, watching TV. They dry themselves off. You put them back into the limo where they get driven to a private jet and then they get taken to this amazing tropical island. And then you just take him away, put his clothes, the same clothes back on and put him back down in that street. Right. Do you, you think he's going to be happy again? You think he's going to be the same person? I don't know. As, I mean, as he was when he was, you know, when he didn't know all that existed. I think he would find himself a, a way to get back to that island and be a bum on that island <laughs> and live the island well, life. Yeah. He's, he's, he's going to become an entrepreneur and, yeah. and, and make his money. And then, and, or, then, and then, you know what? Get enough money to travel to get to that island right. and then uh, living the life that I'm yeah, not going to live. I mean, that, <laughs> I'm working. I, yeah. I, I, I guess yeah. I could, you know, I, I, uh, there's, there's, there's always a way to do it. I'm sure. Well, I mean, this, this kind of is. That's an in the direction idea. we're going. Sure, sure. You know, if, we, if we get popular enough and, and we do this for a job, I'd be ecstatic. Oh, me too. This Absolutely. Is, we can just do this and, and have guests and you know, make, make enough money to to live this way and do what we do instead of doing this part time. Right. No, I, I do agree. It'd and then travel amazing. now and then. It'd be amazing. But uh, as the years go by, we're getting older and older. And I'm not even that. Uh, I don't see so you like to travel. And then I'm not as much the traveler as I once was. You don't sense. think you are. Well, if I was a billionaire, then I'd be traveling more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Course, but these days, I don't feel like, I think the high cost of the travel. Well, that's and, the thing. The, that's the, the whole, the whole well, point right. is. Well, exactly. If you had but money, I mean, you'd travel. Well, private jet is definitely different than economy, first class, whatever. I mean, you spend a fortune for what? You know, you're usually, most people are pissed off when they're traveling because everything's heavy. It's annoying. They lose your luggage. There's delays. There's weather. Blah, blah, blah. But when you, when you have a job, you're on a schedule. You're on a tight schedule. So if you have an agenda and an itinerary when you go to some place and you want to, if you're somebody like me, I like to stick to the itinerary. And then when you're late, and you miss something and everything's paid in advance and then it sucks and then you come back, you're 10 grand in the hole and you're like, was that even worth it? I mean, ooh, I got a picture. But half the pictures I take look just like, I could have been around the corner from this place. It looks just like like the picture I took. Right. You it's know. the same sunset. It's the same sunset. It's the same person or persons in the photo. It's, yeah. you know, I went to the zoo today. I absolutely do love the zoo. But I could have, I could have said I was in the San Diego Zoo. You wouldn't know. There's an elephant behind me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, an elephant looks like an elephant. Every but city I, think, I go to, I go to the zoo. But I think if you zoo. go on safari, that would be a different experience than the zoo. You know what? And this is, I disagree on this one now because I brought this up today and I said, you know what? I love the zoo. I love these animals in captivity. <laughs> I love it because I don't have to travel to Africa to see a giraffe, right? I don't have to travel there to see a lion. And if I go there, I'm going to, you know, the lion or an animals might attack me. We're just going to have to kill it. No, and, it's, you're in the, you're in the unit vehicle. Gosh. You're in like a caged vehicle. Oh, so now I'm the caged animal. Well, yeah, oh. but you see them, you know, you see them in an actual, to, my, me, to me, sometimes the, the zoo is kind of depressing. Well, I, I know. Let me finish my point real quick on this one. It is somewhat depressing because you feel like they're these caged animals, but they're safe. They're not being hunted. Sure, they're sure. well fed. There's 24 hour uh, doctors or right. uh, you know, veterinarians on site. They're well fed with nutritional, uh, you know, foods, healthy foods. They have a beautiful, beautiful, uh, you know, environments, right? Yeah. They're caged. Yeah. Uh, they're so in the winter, they're, you know, but they're treated like uh, little gods. And I'm like, and we get to view them. But think about all the children growing up. When would they ever see a live animal? I mean, how many families are going to Africa right. to the no, plains? There's, there's, and no, no, there's, you there's can't even positive, afford it these there's days. There's positives to zoo. I mean, you know, the, the conservation so. of certain animals, yeah. the, the education uh, Everything. to the public. I don't know why anyone would be against uh, animals being in captivity. You know, just sometimes I, when the last time I went, you know, 
you know, the, the, the animal's starting to go crazy when they start going walking back and forth. I disagree. I think it's feeding time and they know. No. I, it's, it's just they're going back and forth. I don't think they're going crazy. I, I think or, it's closer because they were all doing that today. There's a rhinoceros I saw. He was just staring on the ground on this puddle of water, this puddle of green water. He, he just stood there and stared at it. I don't even know if he was looking at it. He was just, he's probably the, the sedentary lifestyle he has. What else could he be doing? Can you imagine if you were stuck in this house? It's a nice house, granted. Right. But let's say you're stuck in this house for the rest of your life. Yeah, but you I'm, get fed well. They're, they're going to slip some food underneath the and table. food and they bring like me doctors, a female. Doctors. Female to, well, I don't have to work. I don't pay bills. I'm, I'm well fed, medical. They People view me because they love me and they want to take pictures with me. And, and I basically produce anytime I'm in the mood. I mean, what's there not to love? I, I absolutely well, think you would go crazy. But, but I think we're, we're you human might, You beings. might think that in a month or two, maybe four. Oh, but well. after a year, but, you're going to be the one going back and forth. And I'm going to walk in and you're going back and forth. Hey, Dan, it must be feeding time. <laughs> well, I, I see that point. But human beings are not meant to be in such close uh, quarters. But let's just say you're on a five acre field. Let's just say five acres and you have a barn uh, kind of like, you know, you see those uh, steel uh, garages, barns, and yeah. it's totally decked out. Jurassic with, Park. Well, but just picture you have an Olympic sized swimming pool. You have <laughs> you have all everything a human being would need and everything. So you have your home gym, a theater, you have entertainment, and then they're, they're trucking in a a female every day. I mean, I'm just saying, why would you leave? Why would you want to leave the property? Think about it. You're, you're, and then you get checkups. Uh, everything's free. The food's free. You're not preparing it. You have chefs bringing you food. I mean, think about it. Like, But your environment would have to be five acres or so. So you have plenty of time to roam, exercise. That's the life. Put me on that five acre lot. I'm there. I'm there. I can do. I bet I can. I bet. Hey, I bet I can do it. We'll find someone who has five or more acres, and I bet I could live a year without even one complaint. Uh, yeah, I think a year is too short. Well, it have to be five years. I could do five years without leaving the property, but everything I just said has to be included, right? Because I, I'm happy with that, <laughs> including the women being trucked in. <laughs> why not? I mean, you know, I, I that's. I, I don't believe the zoo has just a male or just a female. Right. They always yeah, have. They, they try to. Uh, oh, they keep them happy. What do you call it? Well, it's not keeping them happy. Nah, it's, they want to produce. It's uh, yeah. It's yeah. I keep Producing more, more of that species. Of course. But I think uh, I can do it. I would say five acres is more than enough for what I would need. You know, they had this uh, snake. Well, apparently snakes can do this. But um, one of the you know zookeepers suddenly saw little tiny snakes inside one of the snake pits. Oh. And it turns out the snake it's impregnated itself. Impreg impreg <laughs> itself. <laughs> right. like it, it's whatever. I don't know what you call it, but... They can just well, they reproduce have on their own, which is absolutely amazing. So, man, it fucked itself. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's a good one. That's yeah. All right. mm. oh, delicious. Perfect. But I do. The zoo was beautiful today in El Paso. And if, uh, well, really a shout out, I think they did an amazing job. They keep uh, putting oh, more money into it. it. Oh, yeah. I haven't been there for a... Well, I, I think I go once a year. Yeah, I haven't been but, there in two years. Yeah, it could have been two years, but I, I feel like I go at least once a year. And uh, I thought it looked amazing. Uh, when I first came to El Paso about 15 years ago, I uh, was not overly impressed with the zoo, but I still like because I love animals. And, you know, I would go at least once a season, yeah, you know, once, once a winter. It's interesting to see. But now it's just, it's really looking you nice. normally don't see. Well, it's just exactly. And if we didn't have zoos, you would never see these animals. Right. You know, you'd have to watch them on TV and it's just completely different when you same, see them. Sure. It's not the same. But I bet you it's completely different if you're in a safari though you well actually see yeah you, imagine the expense well sure sure without i'm just saying without without any thought to the expense and and if, if you had all the money in the world 
Right. A safari would beat the zoo, I think. I think it would beat it if you weren't in a caged vehicle. But then again, you're just roaming around, walking around. Oh, yeah. But now look how dangerous that would be. Well, no. I mean, I mean, well, yeah, that would be dangerous. But yeah, you'd have to be in a vehicle. Right. And the way I look at it, I would rather be in a zoo where they're in captivity. I don't want to be the one in captivity. But that'd be a great movie when that vehicle breaks down. I'm sure there's a movie like that. Where where, I'm telling you, that's a great idea, though, right? (laughs) Picture like a bus in a cage, 12 people, and it breaks down in the middle of the safari. And now you have to hike out. And Mm. And the guy has a flare and uh, but now you're hundreds of miles away from the safari you know office could you imagine that yeah that's that sounds like yeah lions and then god knows what out there hyenas they'd rip you apart well they have uh these videos of of tigers attacking i don't know if it's a tourist or you know just someone farming or whatever but in in some parts of the world they have to be careful these tigers just eating people sure so there's this one video of this guy he's on an elephant and there's a tiger or you know there's something lurking in the in like the, the crops and just out of nowhere, Tiger just jumps out and tries to get this guy on the elephant. Wow. I mean, that, that reminds me of that uh, Ghost in the Darkness. Remember that yeah, movie? Yeah, Val Kilmer yeah, yeah. and Michael Douglas. I love that movie. But I mean, these these tigers know where, you know, where the food's where, at, where the humans are at, and yeah. they've probably got a taste of humans. Absolutely. And they don't care. And look how, how easy prey we would be. Oh, yeah. Well, so for a tiger. a tiger. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They, to them, they know we taste good and that's it. And so, I don't want to be in their domain. I want to go to the zoo. Well, no. I, I would never get on. I would never be out in the open if on a safari. I'd, I'd want to be in a caged Jeep. I guess. Well, what's your take on uh, going in a shark cage? A shark cage? I think that would be cool. That would be that would be something yeah. different. I mean, but... you, you, you see videos of sharks getting into the cages. Yeah. I would, and they get scared. They try to get out. Or... Well, that's crazy to me, but I would try to find a, a company that has cages that nothing can get in it. Yeah, a little bit safer. Yeah, yeah. There's some. Yeah, I wonder why they do. I wonder if it's for the diver. God forbid something happens, and a diver could swim through the cage and get out. So you're not trapped in a cage. Maybe I don't. I don't know why. There's got to be some reason. Large but opening. I, but I think they have that opening. I would. I would assume they for safety for you to get out. But at the same time, I don't think many sharks are, are really that aggressive where they're going to come into a caged no the, I, the I one mean, the, the video i saw the I think, movies do I think, that uh, well it actually happened but i think that the shark just went in by accident right that's what i mean i think it got confused right, right. with all the uh the, what are they the chum, the chum the, the, yeah. in the water Which and, and you're not supposed to supposedly you're not supposed to do but that's how they, they get the sharks to come and get in well, a frenzy I think, well i think it's illegal now for that to happen they just now they just know where the sharks are and that's just they just go there and i'm sure the people paying are bored as shit because they probably don't have a ton like of sharks well yeah but i don't know so you would get into a cage i would i would yeah, it's been proposed to me if, if that's something I want to do. And I'm, I've seen too many of the 47 meters below and other <laughs> movies. And I'm not sure I want to put myself in that situation. But, you know, when in Rome, if I was there, yeah, I would, yeah maybe. I, I think I know enough to see, you know, to visually see if something's safe enough. Like if I see a cage and there's, you know, like a loose hinge, I'll be like, <laughs> I would point that out. I'd be, is this normal? This this can't be right. Be. And, you know, get me a Phillips. I'll fix it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a little nerve-wracking, but, but, but I wouldn't want I think it. part of the problem sometimes is people just uh, just uh, are oblivious to their own safety. Absolutely. When yeah, you yeah. should be looking even though you're in a you're with a professional company tour tour guide company or whatever you want to call it. Right. You still should be responsible for your own safety. I agree. And when someone says a professional, what does that mean anymore? A professional <laughs> well, tour guide. I mean, that's anybody with a business card. You know what I'm well, saying? Yeah, you, you never know. You never know. And that's but, what worries but me too, but though. If they, have, if they look like they have expensive equipment and they've okay. been in business for 20 years. Sure, they, they got good reviews on a Yelp. A thousand reviews. Yeah, I, I know. I think I would trust that company. Okay. Yeah, so you wouldn't really go down to the local yeah, mom and pop shop. I, I think it's the, the people that look for discounts and yeah. look for the discounted you, tour guide. Those get, are the ones that get left behind. Right. You get what you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> What's that movie? Yeah, just leave it's, 
kind. Yeah, deep waters. Yeah, oh, something, uh, something, right? Or yeah, something like that. But they get uh, eaten by the sharks. Yeah, well, yeah, eventually they get left behind. Basically, it's this you know, scuba, it's a scuba diving tour guide. Yeah, where you go out in the ocean and you just scuba dive around the yeah. middle of the ocean, and, and then coral. so when when time's up, everyone goes back into the boat. The the tour guide counts everyone, and you, he just you just trust that person to count everyone, and then okay, we're good, let's leave. Right. But if they miscount, you're leaving a couple of people. Exactly. Behind. And the movie was called Open Water. Open Water. Open Water. And they made a sequel to that movie. Yeah. Did you see the sequel? I, I don't remember. It, it must have been not, not that good if I didn't remember it. Well, you know, this was actually uh, kind of an interesting premise, but there were two people on a boat and they jump into the water, but they forgot to kind of put the ladder down. And so when you jump into the water, it's it's almost impossible to climb into the boat because it's uh, very yeah, slippery sure. and you, there's nothing to hold on to a grab. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so the boat's right there. And yet uh, <laughs> oh, they were foolish. Great, it was actually interesting. Concept. It is yeah. a good concept because I could see that happening. Yeah. I love movies that, you know, are believable. Like sure. it could happen. You know, open water could happen. I, well, I think it was based on a true story. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, it, it is supposed to be. And I'm sure it has happened. And they learned of that when uh, a fisherman caught a shark and they, you know, gutted the shark and they found the camera. No. Of the, yeah. Okay. So there, there was footage of that was the couple. Uh, but, you know, there's so many uh, movies that are loosely based, you know, on stories sure. that, you know, I always think about, you know, because whatever you do, you know, could it happen? You know, and then from horror movies, I love uh, Wrong Turn. I don't know if you've seen that movie. Turn. I don't think I have. Great movie, once again. Uh, just, you know, good horror movies. Uh, one of the best is The Strangers. Oh, <laughs> I'm always going to talk about that movie. That's why you need to own a gun. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you like horror movies? Yeah, of course. I like I like the, the horror movies that are believable. That's what I'm saying. The but, but I mean, sometimes, sometimes the paranormal ones freak me out, too, just because I kind of want to believe it. I've never, you know, I don't think it happens. I don't think the paranormal exists. Have you ever seen a ghost? I have never seen a ghost. And I... Do you believe anyone that says they saw a ghost? Well, I believe that they believe that they exactly, saw it, which is, right. a, is a funny statement, but I don't think they exist. I think something else, they saw something else. Either they, I, uh, I'll admit I got, I got high one time. And Amen. so I was walking around my apartment and, uh, suddenly I heard, hello. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, I was, and I was walking, I was, I just kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> and, and then I retraced my steps and I started walking from where I started to where I ended up. And as my pants, my, my sweat, my, my, what do you call it? My sweatpants. Yeah. They, they were, they weren't cloth. They were the, the shiny kind. Ah. And as they were rubbing, it made the sound going, Right. And you thought I said hello. And, and, and because of my, <laughs> you know, altered brain cells, I thought I heard hello because your brain tries to make sure. sense of sounds. And, uh, and then I realized, oh, it was just my pants. But I mean, anyone else that didn't want to investigate what happened, they probably would have believed, oh my God, I, you know, I got right. high one time and I swear I started hearing, you know, voices. Right. But that's like getting drunk and seeing double, you know, well, you know, yeah. so yeah. Right, right. But there's always a reason behind it. Now, if you were not high and you saw something, that would be more believable or heard something, you know. Yeah, if I research. saw something right in front of me, obviously I would believe it. Yeah. But then I would still try to make sense out of it. Like, why did I see it? Am I, did I eat something? Did I drink something? Am I sick? Because sometimes you're, the brain's, like I, I always say, the brain's a, a, so, such a powerful thing. Right. It can make you believe in anything. anything yeah. Um, when I get really tired and I'm, I'm driving and I'm like, this is the point where I'm almost practically falling asleep. Right. I, every shadow I see, it looks like a like a monster. Wow. It's kind of weird. And I, I know at that point that I'm really tired when right. I start seeing shadows that are moving kind of like monsters. Wow. And it's it's actually kind of crazy because I think to someone else, it'd be like, oh my God, it's a monster. But I just know <laughs> that's just my brain. It's so tired. 
wired that it's making sense out of shapes. Right. And uh, I don't know if you've ever noticed this with fans. When you have a fan that's on mm-hmm. and uh, you're you're just kind of listening, it, it sounds like a radio. Does mm-hmm. that ever happen to you? No. When a fan is on or when something is on and it's, it just sounds like a radio, but it's not a radio. It's just, just a humming noise or a fan. Are you talking like a static from a radio? Like or No, no. It, it's just like an actual fan or something that's like humming. A ceiling fan? Like, or? Well, it's more like a box fan. Mm. So, and I looked it up. I had to look it up on Google because I thought I was going crazy. Mm. But it's actually a phenomenon where a certain type of noise and that, that frequency, your brain tries to make sense out of that noise and it, it just goes back to what's familiar to you, oh, which yeah, would be like it's radio, for either either radio talking or, but it's, it's, they're not distinct words. But it just sounds like either a song or someone talking. It's never happened to me. I never even, I haven't heard of that, but I understand that. Mm -hmm. Where it could be even a smell that, you know, you you smell something and suddenly you have this image of something that took place. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. you always have that. Yeah. Yeah. But when it comes to ghosts, I am on the fence. I can't say I believe in them and I can't say I don't. But what I can say is I am never working at a funeral home or a mortuary (laughs) because if it does exist, I'm not having one of those little (laughs) bastards hang on to my leg and come home with me. Because So, you know what I'm saying? Like, just like you don't want that entity. I don't. To, uh, I'm not giving it a chance. I'm not, it's not coming home to me. My house has been blessed <laughs> and uh, I won't live next to a cemetery. I don't want to live on top of a cemetery. Remember that? The Poltergeist? Movie? Yeah. I just think kind of like Bigfoot. I, I do believe in Bigfoot. You know, Bigfoot and Sasquatch and all that. I, I feel like if these things existed, like ghosts, it would be on the news. Like on, wow. on the actual news saying, oh, another person caught another ghost on film or, you know, on video. And, and we have true. videos of, obviously there's videos on YouTube, game. but it's all fake. You know what I'm saying? It's all it's all fake videos, but because they're not on the news, they're just on someone's channel. I believe in Bigfoot, though. I'm a conspiracy theorist to a certain. Well, maybe at one point back way back when, ten thousand years ago. Yeah, sure, but there's not one now. Just like that that show, you know that show, Finding Bigfoot, Finding Bigfoot or whatever. (laughs) They don't want to find Bigfoot. The show would end. The show would absolutely end. (laughs) They want to keep it going, and they always try to. They always try to, you know, go to the edge where they it might be there. They'll show you some kind of evidence, but they never find them. Right, and they never will because. Then they'll, then their show will end. Yeah, I do. I don't know. I, I do believe in Bigfoot. I believe in aliens. I believe in a lot of things. But yeah, yeah aliens. I, well, I, I feel like there's. I, I believe that there there are other living beings, but I don't know if they've really visited, visited us and, and abducted anyone. I don't know. I mean, I, I bet there were so primitive to them, and uh, they don't really care. You know, we don't have the. We're not advanced enough. You know, maybe in another hundred thousand years. You know, when we advance and robots are taking over. Uh, and see, so you make a good point. If we're when we when we get to that point that we're so advanced that we go to another planet, why would we, a superior being to this planet, abduct one of the beings in there and, you know, physically harm it and probe it and then put it back? Why would we? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we're crazy. Human beings are terrible. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll so find anything. So, and we're it's gonna the bad, so it's the bad part of the society humanity. that's going to oh abduct yeah. people when we get to that point. Yeah. If there was an alien, yeah, our government uh, would, would take it and do tests on it. And I'm sure we wouldn't. We would kill it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think we would put it in a cage. We would dissect it and try to learn as much as we could about it. I have no faith that, uh, you know, I just think human beings are cruel creatures. You know, I mean, there's kindness, uh, but I think far the, the, uh, the violence, I mean, we're a violent breed of, of humanity is, is yeah, violent. I think for the most part, the scientists are going to want to keep it alive. Yeah, they're going to want to take care of it. But it w- what they need to know is when it's alive. Well, so they're going to want to keep it alive. That sounds uh, reasonable, but I, I don't believe uh, we're very reasonable people. And just like I, I believe the United States is very, uh, there's much violence as we have here. 
we're, we're fairly a, uh, a nation of laws. And generally, if people have something to lose, they're not going to commit crimes. But we are a violent people. But just think about other parts of the of the world, how violent they are. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, sure. Wear, wear, wear an American flag jacket and go walk in the Middle East. They behead you immediately. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that's how right. violent humanity is. I mean, it's amazing how people in this country bitch about so much, and we have it so easy. Right. I mean, everyone's oh, protected. Every single person is protected, whether you're illegal or not in this country. You're not getting beheaded. Right. You know, you can commit heinous acts. You can go on a murder spree and get arrested. They don't even kill you right away. I mean, you got like 30 years before you even go to trial, it seems like. You know what I mean? Right. And it's amazing. But other parts of the world, I mean, there's that one little... Well, it's like, I think it's off the coast of Africa. I can't remember the name of it, but you know, it's a native tribe that's been there for like 10,000 years, and there's like 52 of them left, and we're not... You're not allowed to go on the island mm -hmm. to spread, you know, we might spread disease and, right, and sure. wipe them off. But I don't know why we don't wipe them off. I mean, <laughs> well, the reason I say that is they serve no purpose to humankind and they're so not advanced and they've killed the last photographer or somebody for National Geographic. Well, yeah, they got too close. They're protected. And they get yeah, exactly. Let me let me ask you. Oh, now I'm getting mad. <laughs> let me ask you something. Why can that tribe shoot arrows into a reporter or uh, well, they're whoever. going into their home. It's just like wait, wait, wait a second. Well, like a tribe to... can't come into your house. What I'm trying to say is there's no repercussions for these people because they're not a civilized community, but yet we let them live. They're but yet they can kill. So let's just say okay. your son, daughter, brother, sister, whatever, was a reporter, got too close because they're just stupid. I'm not saying they're not. Well, they're, that's the, let's just say, just I know, said it. They're, <laughs> they're, but, they're, stupid. They're, but they're stupid, but they get murdered because they, they wanted to do a story on these people. Or there's, a, I think there's been uh, several people try to give them like supplies or medical mm -hmm. and then they kill them. They just kill them because you're, you're okay. uh, another tribe. Outside. You're an outsider, yeah. You're sure. a, okay, right. And they have their own traditions. They're cannibals. They'll they'll eat you. But let's just say your family member got killed. You wouldn't want to seek any kind of you know retribution. No, because the no. family member the family member was stupid enough to to right. they know it's okay. It's just like the analogy I just we're said. Different. Let's say you're living in this house. Let's say you're just let's say you have this five acres. Let's say you're a little five acres that you were mentioning earlier. Okay. That's your five acres. Okay. You've lived there for all your life. You you raised a family. Okay. You built this community. And then suddenly a government from some other country comes in and wants to wipe you out. Would you be mad? Of course I'd be mad. Well, there you go. But my you can't my, just wipe my, someone out. Yes, and then this tribe wipes somebody out. Okay, let's say but the other guy came in peace. Okay, let's say came in peace. Okay. He wasn't there to attack them. If he went with guns trying to kill them and they killed okay. him, that's different. When when you're a primitive community, you have the you have this, they shouldn't this five, exist anymore. The, you have this five acres. Okay. Okay. You can't go out. You can't really go out, but someone can try to sneak in and you're you feel like your family or your community is in danger because of this person trying to come in. But so you they came them. in peace. But how do you know that? What I'm saying is how do you know that? Because you don't just shoot first and ask questions later. These people were attacking. What I'm saying is, okay, but we live on a different world. Let's say you put some up people signs, get away with anything. You put up signs everywhere around your no your, trespassing, your no trespassing. You will get killed if you cross this line. They cross a the line, I shoot them, I still get arrested in, the, in this country. Yeah, that's this country. They're in a totally different. What I'm saying is, they they get to act on a whole different level than anyone else because they're yeah, but this they're not community. in regular society where there's rules. But they're it just shows you they're still human beings, right? So we give them the courtesy. We don't go and wipe them off the face of the planet. Okay, but they can do anything they want to. They're not, civilized. They're not doing anything they want. First of all, it's not their land. They live there, but they don't own shit. That, well, that Show was... me a piece of paper. <laughs> Show me a lease agreement. Give me some insurance. What do they got? You're right. We what, just I, what I'm just saying, though. Off. But you understand what I'm saying is they, they get away with uh, immunity. They, they can do anything. Because they can't do anything. If they step out of their land, I'm sure we could kill them. Ah, we couldn't, though. That's what I'm saying. You, if they the, stepped it, out of their land and they came into the United States, let's say they swam into the United States. We, if we shot people, oh, the, uh, use of force for what? I mean, we would be we would look like uh, inhumane. We would. No, but I'm saying if they started attacking us. They came over here. They would get free medical and I still would have to pay for my medical. <laughs>
what, I, what I'm saying is uh, they don't view. Uh, OK, human beings are very violent. And it just shows you these people haven't progressed for, since the beginning of time. They, and they're, they're just a violent society and they'll shoot you and eat you. And they, there's no repercussions for them. That bothers me. But at the same time, I mean, I understand it's their community. Yeah, but they're not running around freely and shooting people. If you come near their island, they are. Yes. It's just like if someone comes near your house, you're I'm not shooting them. them. Oh, if, they, if they're causing if, me threat or a danger. How do you know? All right. This is where some guy, we disagree. Some guy, you're sleeping. And some, he's in my house. And he's in your house. And he's this, this, this. But they're on an island. You know what I'm saying? He's, they're, they're, they're looking through your drawers. You know what's funny? If that same reporter or uh, whomever had a gun and started wiping them out, he would go to trial. And yet he's defending himself. But he's not in. Well, how is he defending himself if when they're he goes shooting, into their land? It, it, he's being attacked. Well, so he, he shouldn't should, have gone in. Well, but who says that? It's, it's just like when someone, uh, comes into your, someone comes into your house. <laughs> this is my house. And then you have papers. And then you attack them. And then they try to defend them. Themselves. That's exactly what you're saying. No, we're way off. We're on different spectrums oh of the God. thought. You're protecting these people who would eat your heart while you're still breathing. I wouldn't go there in the first place because you have their home. home. It's not. It's an island. It's a beach. Yeah, that's their home. Who, who says it's their home? They don't even speak English. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I'm trying <laughs> to say, though. No, no, wait. What we I'm trying. We have to wait till next episode. No, to, no. To finish I want to argument. continue this because we have. We're so far off on this. All right. Well, well for the next to, episode, you have to tune into next episode to, yeah, to, to see how this argument. Fired up. We're getting fired up. I I need people to tune in. On this one, if they can comment at some point, I mean, yeah, look up our you, YouTube. You look up our YouTube channel and comment I mean, on that. Yeah, I'm curious. 11. I am really curious if more people are on George's side, where he thinks these people can do whatever they want to whomever they want, and no repercussions. They could eat your face, and that's it. There's nothing you can do. Or my side that says they live long enough, we should wipe them out. They serve no purpose. And that's all I'm saying. But if they if they killed your relative, your son, your daughter, your your father, your mother, you would want payback. That's all. That's the way I feel. But my point is. Uh, humankind, uh, humanity is is uh, violent, and it just shows that these people are very violent. They, they're not civilized. Yeah, they're all right. Well, we're gonna have to continue. All to right, the, close uh, it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thanks for tuning in, by the way, and uh, I hope you tune in for the next one to, to see what happens to this argument. Because well, I, do I, I, don't, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can win this one. How can you fight against a guy <laughs> guy that thinks he's right? <laughs> well, I'm open to all right. new perspectives, but right, at, the, at the same time, I just I just don't understand how okay. a civilized man doesn't see my point of view, but. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, that is our time for this episode. Hopefully you learned something new. Maybe we even connected with some of you at some level or you were just plain entertained. If you're watching or listening to this on YouTube, we are also on iTunes, Spotify or Stitcher. Or you can just go to our website at Unfiltered with DNG as in Dan and George, that's unfilteredwithdng.com and check out all our links we have on our page of the various platforms you can catch our podcast on. If you have a comment or a question or maybe even a subject you want us to talk about, just head over to our channel on YouTube, Unfiltered with DNG and comment on one of our many videos, and we will answer your questions on our future episodes. Thank you very much for joining us. Remember, always be grateful, think of the things you have in life, and don't obsess about what you don't have. Keep looking forward, and always strive to be better than you were yesterday. Thanks. See you next time. Sweet. Until next time, be kind. Take care.